You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, I hope you're having a great day and we are going to dive into another podcast episode today, which is similar to one that I did a couple of weeks ago. So if you listen to the one that I talked about fraud factor and how that creeps in and our fears and insecurities come in and sometimes they take over and they keep us stuck in our business and even in our relationships, we're going to talk about that again. The imposter syndrome is real, you guys, and it happens to everyone. So one you are not alone. Two, listen into this episode. Emmy Estacio is a psychologist who will take us through some processes that are really easy to implement and will help us to eliminate this fear, insecurities, these worries that come up in our lives and in our businesses so that we can flip the script and turn it around and actually walk our talk, right? We want to share our genius. We want to make an impact in the world. It starts with us being able to show up and have confidence. So this imposter syndrome has to take a back seat. Listen in as Emmy shares with us her knowledge and shares how we can implement these processes in our lives and in our businesses immediately. Hey everyone, it's Lisa Benavides here and I'm really excited to chat with you today because we have Emmy And Emmy is a psychologist, she's an author, and she's going to talk to us about imposter syndrome. And I'm really, really excited because I just did a podcast episode similar to this about fraud factor, and now we're going to hear from an extra, extra professional in the area. So Emmy, welcome. Thanks for having me, Lisa. So great to be here. Good. I'm so happy you're here um, on Nice Girl CEO. This is where we equip and empower women with tools to move their business and life forward and just create the success that they desire so they can make an impact in the world. And I think that imposter syndrome is unfortunately such a struggle for so many of us, especially for women. So this is going to be a great topic. And um, I'd love for you to just, you know, introduce yourself a little bit more and let us know who you are. Uh, thanks, Lisa. Yes, uh, my name is Emmy Estasio. I'm actually a, a chartered psychologist. Um, I've been studying psychology for the past 20 years. Um, I taught uh, psychology in the university and I've written books um, in this area, particularly around imposter syndrome and how we can um, overcome these feelings of self-doubt, incompetence, and inadequacy. Excellent. I think that is very cool. And I'm, again, really excited that you're going to be here today and just help us understand imposter syndrome and give us some techniques that come from your psychology background in how to overcome that and work through it. Because again, it comes up so much for us and in different areas. You know, like I talk a lot about entrepreneurship, But even on my recent episode where I talked about this too, I was mentioning how it also shows up in our marriage, in our other relationships with our family, our kids at work. And 
these techniques can usually help us in all of those areas. So, yes, absolutely. Well, imposter syndrome is usually talked about in, you know, in the business setting or in terms of your career. You know, you feel like you are a fraud at work, but actually this can also um, manifest in, in other aspects in our lives, as you've said, in, in our relationships, you know, for moms who feel as if they are bad moms, or, you know, they feel as if they are just winging um, their, their relationships and their day-to-day interactions. So yes, imposter syndrome, um, you know, we talk about it at, at work and in our careers, but it can actually creep in um, into our um day-to-day activities and we need we need to learn how to recognize it so we can cope with it and and deal with it and, and move on with our lives absolutely i totally agree so why don't we just dive in why don't you give us some techniques that you have to help us work through this sure well imposter syndrome actually creeps in when you have these inner critic messages in your head that tells you that you're not good enough that um, you're going to fail, you know, all these messages that, that, that you hear inside your head, you know, we call them inner critics. Most self-help gurus will, will try to tell you to, to crush this inner critic or, you know, to banish this inner critic. But what I would encourage you to do instead is you have to listen and to explore um, what your inner critic is telling you. Um, you need to actually befriend and, and get to know your inner critic because to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not, your inner critic is still part of who you are. It may be saying um, negative, hurtful things to you, but it's still coming from inside your head. So what you need to do is instead of fighting with your inner critic or trying to crush it or banish it, what you need to do is to get to know it, understand where these messages are coming from, and give it a bit of TLC. Now, when I talk about TLC, you know, it's the TLC technique technique that I talk about in my books. I don't, you know, I don't mean tender loving care here. You know, we don't give our inner critics tender loving care. <laughs> um, what I mean by the TLC technique is it's a questioning sequence um, coming from the rational emotive therapy in psychology. It's a it's a questioning sequence that encourages you to ask questions, three questions, and these are: Is it true? Is it logical? Is it constructive? So, for example, if you're telling yourself, um, I'm not qualified to do this, you know, I'm, I'm doing all these uh, interesting things at work, but I, I don't think, uh, you know, I'm qualified to do this. The first question that you need to ask is, is it true? Is it true that you're not qualified? And if so, what evidence are you basing your answer from? So the first question is that you ask, is it true? So most of the time, um, when you ask that first question, you're your inner critic gets some challenged immediately because some of these messages that we tell ourselves are, are lies. I, I don't know why we lie to ourselves, but sometimes we do. And, and asking that question, is it true, makes it um, visible to us. It, it, it makes us um, more aware that you know, these uh, messages inside our head, you know, maybe they, we are scared of something or we've been telling ourselves these lies so many times that it just becomes our norm. So asking it out loud and you have to ask, is it logical? So for example, maybe some of your listeners may be feeling, okay, I'm starting this new business. It's really difficult. Um, It's never going to be easy. Ask, is it true? Yes. Okay. It is difficult right now. I get it. It's, it's, It's totally true. But ask the next question. Is it logical? You know, just because it is difficult now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be difficult forever. 
because you've been practicing and learning as you go, it is possible that what is difficult now may get easier later. Logic will tell us that if you keep doing something over and over again, with practice, it will become easier and more natural for you. For sure. So if you're telling yourself, ah, oh, it's so difficult, I'm never going to be good at this, ask, is it true? Yes, it is difficult. That's fine. It's true. But ask the second question, is it logical? Just because it is difficult now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be difficult forever. Love that. Totally. Awesome. So those are the two questions. The third question is, is it constructive? So you have to ask as well, if this inner critic message is helping you or others around you. So you might have, you know, some of your listeners might be thinking, ah, you know, I'm having this difficulty now. For for some people, they, they do their business and it looks like they're just, you know, they're just uh, doing it with ease. It's it, it looks so easy for them. And for me, it's so difficult. I'm just really not good at this. Okay, ask the first question. Is it true? Is it true that it is also easy for other people? You know, you might be thinking that it is easy, you know, from you coming from the outside, but you actually don't know what's going on behind the scenes, right? Next question, is it logical? You know, just because it looks easy for them, it doesn't mean that it's not going to be easy for you later on. And the third question, is it constructive? If you think that it is easy for them or, you know, other people are successful, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that you're, you're bad at, at what you're doing. You can turn it around, make it constructive and ask, what can I learn from them that will make this easier for me? Oh, so, good question. Yeah, so... You don't have to feel bad about yourself. Make it constructive. If other people are doing better than you, make it constructive and ask, what are they doing well that I can learn from? You know what I mean? So the TLC questioning sequence can actually help you to, um, to dissect all these inner critic messages that you have inside your head. Um, get to know your, your inner critic and, and explore the message and ask, is it true? Is it logical? Is it constructive? Yes, I love that so much. And I always think like when we look at other people's businesses, especially, you know, we feel that like, oh my gosh, they're so much better. They're more successful. They're further ahead. It's easy for them. Use that instead of as comparison to say the, that it's not the same for you, use it as inspiration to grow into that and create that for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. Love that tip. TLC. Yeah. So that's actually one of the techniques um, that I teach in, in my book, um, Imposter Syndrome Remedy. But um, for some readers, they would say, okay, I tried the, the TLC technique. Uh, I don't think it's working. And what I would say to that, it is probably because um, some of the inner critic messages are so ingrained that it is quite difficult for us to accept these messages to be untrue, illogical, or destructive. So when that happens, what I would encourage you to do is to actually get a third person involved. I say third person because there are already two people involved, you and your inner critic. Okay. The third person is actually a person external, you know, whether it is a mentor, a coach, you know, your, your buddy, you know, your business buddy. Have a third person involved in that conversation. So when you ask the questions, is it true? Is it logical? Is it constructive? 
you might answer these things differently, you know, from from what your um, buddy might say. So, for example, you would tell yourself, oh, you know, I, I'm not doing very well. I'm not, I'm not good at this business thing. Everything that I put out there is just absolutely rubbish. And you would ask, is it true? Oh, yes, yes, it's absolutely true. And your buddy might say, are you crazy? Have you, have you seen your work? You know, are you out of your mind? You know what I mean? Yes. So, you know, having that other person's perspective and involving another person in that conversation can actually help you to reframe it and get it from a different perspective. So good and so true. I completely agree. Right. And um, so the TLC questioning sequence, sometimes it can work for you. I mean, when I when I go through this with my um, coaching clients, um, you know, they, we, we go through the TLC questioning sequence and they actually can, can flip that switch um, mm-hmm. on their own. I just ask, is it true? And they said, hmm, well, actually, no, it's not. You know, they immediately say, oh, actually, no, it's not. But for some people, it, it doesn't come naturally. So you might need a little bit of support from your friends or, for, or from your mentors or your coaches to, to get past that hurdle and, and um, you know, try to reframe those messages. Right, right. And it's probably going to take some practice for you to really be able to quickly shift into the more positive thought process. You know, it's going to take time for you to use this TLC technique over and over again before you can really expand your thought process so that you can make those shifts. Absolutely. And as I've said earlier, if you've been holding on to these beliefs mm-hmm. since you were a child, for yeah. example, right. you know, you've been holding it for 20 plus years, 30 years or more, you know, it, it would be quite difficult to let go of these beliefs. So yes, it does take a bit of practice and sometimes it does take a bit of, of extra help as well, external help to, to help you to to, to reframe these messages. But I'm actually going to share with you uh, a second technique, which actually is a lot easier. Okay. Whenever I share these, this particular technique, it's it almost like snap like that. They, they, people have a breakthrough. Um, and this is called the flashlight technique. Now, some of your listeners are probably um, aware of the flashlight technique. But in a nutshell, the flashlight technique works like this. Um, you imagine that you are holding a flashlight and the flashlight can only shine the light on one spot at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So if you imagine you're holding a flashlight and you shine the light onto yourself and you are feeling self-doubt, you're feeling uh, incompetent, you're feeling inadequate and you're shining the light on that, then that's the only thing you'll see, right? Because you're you're focusing your attention on that. So instead of focusing your attention on your self-doubt, what you need to do is to shine the light out. So instead of focusing on yourself, shine the light out onto the people you are aiming to serve. So mm. for example, if you are a doctor, shine the light out to your patients. You know, what, what do they need? You know, how can you help uh, ease their pain? How can you make things better for them? Or if you own a business, um, for example, you have a pet business, you know, shine the light out to your clients who are pet owners. What are their needs? You know, what are their um, frustrations and, and their problems? And when you see that, even if you are feeling doubtful about yourself, you will do whatever it takes to help those people who you are aiming to serve. And I find this so much easier Mm-hmm. than the TLC technique, to be honest, because it takes the spotlight away from you. It's not about right. you anymore. It's about the people around you and the people you are aiming to serve. 
Love that. Being of service to other people, helping other people, paying it forward. Those are ways that we can, I love the flashlight technique, like that title, because it's something that I've also taught. It's, it's about being of service to other people. And when you focus on that and helping others, it just helps to elevate your own mood and uh, feelings so that you do, are, you are able to just kind of ignore the insecurities that are there. So yes, very, absolutely. very good idea. I, I, I love the flashlight technique. And actually, this is, this is the one that I use because this is, this is interesting, actually. I'm a psychologist. I write about, you know, imposter syndrome. But I actually do feel um, self-doubt and, you know, these feelings of, of mm-hmm. incompetence. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm just human. And, and the truth is, um, imposter syndrome, you know, especially if, if you've been experiencing it for a long time, it will knock on your door every now and then. Every time we try to do something new, you know, something that we've never done before, you will always stop and question, hmm, you know, am I good enough to do this? Am I capable of doing this? So you just need to be aware of, um, of these feelings. And whenever that creeps in, I do use the flashlight technique and I remind myself, okay, I'm, I may be feeling doubtful right now. I'm, not, I'm feeling a little bit insecure about myself, but I just have to remember it's not about me. It's the people that I'm trying to serve. It's the people I'm aiming to serve. And if I can serve them well, then that's it. That's the job. You know, I've, I've done it and you know, I just get on with, with what I have to do to, to help those people who, who need my service. Thank you for sharing that, Emmy. I think that's so powerful when we understand that the experts in a specific topic still have those struggles come up because it makes us so much more real. Like we get it and we're, nobody is exempt from feeling this imposter syndrome. It just creeps up at different times. For somebody who's not working through it as often or as quickly, it might creep up consistently. But the more that you work on it and the more that you're aware of it, the quicker you're able to banish it and be that successful person that you are meant to be, right? And, and And make the impact you're meant to make. So I really admire you sharing that with us. Thank you. Well, to tell you the truth, um, 70% of us will experience imposter syndrome at some point in our life. So it's actually really common. Um, the sad thing is, though, you know, a lot of women um, do experience this, you know, especially in, in areas um, where, you know, where the industry is, is male-dominated. So mm-hmm. um, if you're a woman feeling like this, you know, remember that you are not alone. Um, I would encourage you to to find the support um, that you need, um, especially if, if you're having all these inner critic messages. Find that buddy, find that support so you can go through um, the inner critic messages and use a TLC technique and also use a flashlight technique if you feel that that will serve you better. And do remember that, okay, you, you, you might be early career or you might be an, an experienced um uh, you might be experienced and have been doing this for, for many, many years. Imposter syndrome, self-doubt, you know, fear, it's not going to go away. But what you can do is just to be aware of it and don't let the fear and the self-doubt stop you. Mm-hmm. You know, use it as a prompt to, to stop and reflect, you know, reflect on, on the circumstance, reflect on your abilities, on the risks. So you can actually make an informed decision on what you need to do next. The feelings will be there. It will always be there. But having that sense of awareness, ability to reflect and assess your abilities and and what you need to do next, that's the way to do it. And and carry on, move forward, and and do what you have to do. 
Yes, yes. So good. So good. Thank you, Emmy. So tell us a little bit more about your book really quick. Where can we find it? All right. Yes. Um, my book is actually available um, on Amazon um, and people can uh, get it from my website, thepamicode.com. Um, and you'll, you'll see a tab there for the bookstore. Um, the Imposter Syndrome Remedy is the second book in the series. Uh, it's a, a applied psychology series. The first one is How to Change Your Life for Good. The second one, as we've talked about, is Imposter Syndrome Remedy. And the third one is called Fear is Not My Enemy. So if you're mm-hmm. feeling fear, you know, we always experience fear yes. when you're in business. Um, you don't need to let fear stop you. But you, again, just like Imposter Syndrome, you just need to be aware of, of your fear and, and use it to, to tell you what you need to do next. It's all available on Amazon, on print, Kindle, and audiobook version. Very cool. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes so you can check that out. But um, Emmy, you also have the imposter syndrome workbook and that's a free gift that you're sharing with um, our listeners. And is that, does that tie into the book or is it something that they can use as a standalone? Oh yes. Well, they can use it as a standalone. Um, It's a 30 day workbook, um, but it basically prompts you to, to reflect on a couple of things. Well, first of all, to identify whether you have imposter syndrome, helping you to identify the, the inner critic messages that you may have and how you can explore these inner critic messages and try to move forward. You know, how can you cultivate um, positive energy in the end? So you'll have like daily prompts in there for 30 days and, and your listeners can, can go through the workbook and, um, and use it to, to manage their imposter syndrome. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I will have links to Emmy's website. You can connect with her on Facebook. And I will also share the link to her book as well as the imposter syndrome workbook that you can download for free. And before we end, Emmy, what is one action step that the listeners can take immediately to help them with the imposter syndrome? Okay, the, the immediate action step that, that you need to take is to actually get to know your inner critic. Mm. Um, explore the inner critic messages that you're holding right now. If you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough, um, I'm really bad at this, go ahead, listen, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to explore your inner critic messages. And we've talked about the TLC technique now in the flashlight technique. Use that. Don't be afraid and just carry on with what you have to do. Yes. Wonderful, Emmy. Well, thank you again so much for being a guest on the Nice Girl CEO podcast. I think this subject is fantastic and I'm so happy to have had you come and share your expertise with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you, Emmy. And we will see you next time, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.